time each every Friday, every era of Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good, in this case, the Torah portions of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading the two parshios of Achremos and Kedoshim. Wow! Between the two of them, we have a total of 79 mitzvos according to the Chinuch. Parshas Achremos contains two positive mitzvos and 26 restrictions. You have in it the beginning the Avodas Yom HaKippurim, the special service which took place and, please God, will take place in the third Beis HaMikdash on Yom Kippur, officiated by the Kohen Gadol. And Pashas Achremos concludes with the Kriyas HaTorah, which we read on Yom Kippur afternoon, that of the Arayos, the prohibited sexual relations. And Parshas Kedoshim, according to the Chinuch, contains 13 positive mitzvos and 38 restrictions. The second parsha, which begins with that very powerful heading, Kedoshim Tiyu, you are to be holy. So I just want to make a very interesting observation. If you were to ask the average individual, ask yourself, what does it mean to be holy? So we might take the first word of Rashi, which is Hevuprushim. And before we even get to what you ought to be Polish from, but Prushim means to be separate, to separate yourself. So perhaps we might think that the ideal is for the Jew to focus on himself, to withdraw, and put himself in that Eiffel Tower, and he is to meditate, contemplate, and we see from Parshas Kedoshim that there are no less than at least 33 interpersonal relationships under the heading of Kedoshim Tiyu. What does it mean to be holy? It means to be holy to pay your employees Right? On time. What does it mean to be holy? Not to cheat in business. What does it mean to be holy? To be respectful to a parent. What does it mean to be holy? When the Torah says in this parsha of Kedoshim, verse 18, Vosikom Velositor, which in simple English means don't act as adults, as if you are still seven years old. Namely, in the world, in the realm of seven-year-olds, when one asks another, could you please give me, lend me something? And uh, the friend refuses. A day later, and when the one who refused comes and says, could you please lend me this? And the other one says, come on, you didn't lend me. I'm not lending you. Stop. Perhaps that is natural for seven-year-olds. It might be, unfortunately, 
natural for adults to conduct themselves in this way. But the Torah tells us, Lo sikom, the lo sitor. Lo sitor is, sure, I'm not like you. You didn't lend it to me. I will still lend it to you. Both of these are prohibitions. Amazing. How can the Torah legislate towards these practices of man? Which, by the way, no other constitution in the world has. Pinch yourself how proud you should be to be a Jew and to understand that this is part of our constitution. So, initially, I'd like to suggest that the Torah can legislate this because, as the verse concludes, Ani Hashem, learn from God Himself, says Hashem to the Jewish people, learn from me. How so? So I'd like to suggest, says the Tomer Devorah, look at God's incredible Midos. Look at His incredible nature. God gives man the gift of a functioning body. And very often, the individual uses the gifts that God gives him against Hashem. God gives us hands, and the Ganav, the thief, uses those hands to steal. And still, God continues to endow the thief with the ability to use his hands. If this is the way that Hashem conducts himself with each and every individual, Ani Hashem, we are to emulate God as we find in the 611th mitzvah, and therefore we too have to not simply be big, but we too have to extend kindness even to those who have not shown kindness to us. This is clearly one approach. I'd like to share with you this morning the approach of the Malbim. The Malbim explains what does it mean, Kedoshim to you. So he says very sharply that Kedusha is the individual's ability to separate himself and, not completely, but to raise himself above Darke HaChomer Vateva, which means the primary focus of man. Am I a materialistic being? Am I like an animal? However, God has endowed me with intelligence. Or no, I have a nefesh. I have a soul. And therefore, my soul which strives to reflect its source, which is the divine God, my approach to life is a very different approach. My approach to life is to sanctify that which is in the realm of materialism. And therefore, I'm able to look at life from a very different perspective. And so, very possibly, in keeping with the way the Rambam in chapter 7 of Hilchos Deos explains the prohibition of taking revenge, he says, wait a second, that a person should look, you should look at the material world 
Shakol Eitzel Hamavinim, those who have a true understanding as to what is important and what's less important, what matters and what doesn't matter so much. Divrehevel Vahavai. In other words, most things which are of a materialistic nature are not worth getting upset about. They're not worth harboring a grudge. They're not worth tarnishing our character. And that's a very interesting approach. How do I look upon life? What am I if I am a person who is part of this quote-unquote world of dog-eat-dog? The larger fish eat the smaller fish. And that's how I conduct myself, me, and that's how I act in business, and that's how I act in all my activities. Or no, I recognize, as the wise King Solomon says in Mishle, in Proverbs, in the beginning of chapter 18, he says, Pasuk Aleph, Lita'ava Yevakesh Nifrod. Literally, the one who is separated, separated from this concept of Nefesh Yisrael. There is one large, literally, soul which connects all Israel. And therefore, how is it possible if you have to Kamocha and literally you should know the Ramban says it's not to be taken literally because the same Rabbi Kiva who Rashi quotes that this is a major principle of the Torah. The same Rabbi Akiva teaches that there are times that there are times when your life must take precedence. The famous case in the Gemara of Metziah of two persons going in the desert and a canteen of water belongs to one of them and there's only enough for one to drink. What do they do? So Ben Petura says, what do you mean what they do? The Torah says, you're to love your neighbor as yourself and therefore share the canteen despite the consequences. And if you both die, that let it be. And I'm not going to see my friend die as I wouldn't want him to let me die. And therefore we split the water. Comes Rabbi Akiva and he says, no, in that situation, if the canteen belongs to both of you, then by all means, you share the canteen. But if the canteen belongs to one of you, the owner of the canteen must, I'll say it again, the owner of the canteen must take the water for himself, even though he's older and the other person is much younger, and even though he is sick and the other one is healthy, and we can make all kinds of calculations. These calculations are not for you to make, but rather, your life comes first. And this is based on the Pasuk in Bahar, Imach, and literally a brother is to live with you. You come first. And interestingly, the late Rabbi Vaji Yosef said the same would be true when it comes to mitzvot. It is the night of the Pesach Seder, God forbid, in wartime. It should never ever happen again. And there's one piece of matzah for two individuals. And who are these two individuals? The son has 
the one kezayis of matzah, and he wants to give it to his father. And what does the halacha say? No. Chayecho kodmin. Your life comes first. Your physical life comes first. Your religious life comes first. You come first. So what does it mean? It means, says the Ramban, you have to live. You are to be happy for the next one. There are several employees working in an office, and one of them will get a bonus, and the other ones will not. And the one who gets it, of course he's happy. And how do the other members of that staff, the other workers, how do they... Look upon it. The ability to actually be happy for the next one as if it's happening to you. Wow, this is such a tall order. How can I do this? The only way or perhaps one way that you can do this is because what is my perspective on life? My perspective on life is that I am part of Nefesh Yisrael. I'm one part of a larger body of the composite soul of Israel. And therefore, I can love And I'm obligated to love the next one because we are literally parts of the same whole. And just as, understandably, if I am putting a picture on the wall, I have the hammer in my right hand, and I'm holding the nail in my left hand, and my right hand with the hammer hits the nail in the left hand, but instead of hitting the nail on the wall, it hits my nail on my finger. So what am I going to do? I'm going to take my left hand and hit the right hand? Of course not. It's one body. That is the way I'm to look upon my existence. The privilege of being part of Nefesh Yisrael, the privilege of being part of the body of Israel. Literally, one family, one people, one entity. Umi ka'amcha Yisrael, goy echad ba'aretz, the privilege of being part of this, this gives us a very different perspective on life. And the Malbim concludes by saying, my words, his idea, in quoting David HaMelech in Tilim 23, Hashem Tzilcha, literally, God is your shadow. What does that mean? The way you act, that's exactly the way you're going to act towards Him. It's not easy for a farmer to plant to get produce and the first year he doesn't eat it and the second year he doesn't eat it and the third year he doesn't eat it that's called Orla as we find in this week's parasha and it's not until the fourth year that he takes the produce to Yerushalayim this is in this week's parasha 19 starting with Pasuk 23, 24, 25 amazing where does this capacity come from so the answer is if I am simply a materialistic individual it's mine I bought it it's my field, I planted it, it's mine and I want it now if I'm part of a bigger composite a bigger soul cause the Jewish people then I'm able to not simply wait 
I'm able to Kodesh Hilulim Hashem, dedicate it to God. And therefore, says the Malbim, if we conduct ourselves in this way, which is Lamalamanateva, a cut above society, a cut above the nature of man, of quote, dog eat dog, then as we conduct ourselves in this way, please God, Hashem will reciprocate in kind and continue to shower upon the Jewish people his extraordinary blessings. Shabbat Shalom to all.